0: morning. What were you going to do? Play the whole song? I don't know, but I was getting into This it. is news radio. Feeling
1: good. <laughs> Aren't you feeling good? It just gets us all yeah. pepped up for talk. We like Pep that talk. song.
2: That's right. Yeah. Right? All peppy.
1: She's peppy because she got some new headphones this morning.
2: Yeah.
0: Wow, so they got I've got color. new
2: headphones on.
1: They look good on you. Thanks. That blue. Yeah. Nice. Huh. I love them. It's a, it's a good day, but we got a lot to talk about. I missed you last week, so we're going to do a little bit of catch up real quick. Last yeah. week, was, it was Monday, and then Tuesday was election day, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was a big day, big day for a lot of people. Yeah. Um,
0: they didn't get it sorted out on Wednesday either, did they? Well, there was a it couple- Took a while. St- there's yeah. still
1: a couple states that are yeah. in limbo. Right on. But we is not. We got it together in Florida. Yes, we do. Right? Yeah. Isn't that a beautiful thing to know?
0: Nothing but certainties here in Florida, Right.
1: But that kind of leads into a question when it comes to certainties. And I know, Katie, you said that um, somebody you know, I forget if it was the financial advisor or somebody who uh, did a webinar about election results and what it means for the economy. Yep. And the stock market. It's a big topic. Which is a huge topic. Yeah. So is there any thoughts, anything stirring in your world, in your industry?
0: Do you know, we have, uh, we've got lots of information on this and- uh, Uh, Katie and I were talking before the show and we need to do a whole show devoted to that but um, And maybe next week. Yeah, maybe next week. As a general rule the market does not like uncertainty okay Um, it's not so much um, uh, you know what political party you know wins and you know there is you know there might be in some years and there might be right now but The market does not like uncertainty, and uh, certainly in uh, a lot of close elections, um, you know, it is looking like the Republicans uh, will have a majority in the House Mm -hmm. and the Democrats in the Senate. Um, That may not be a bad thing, right? Might not. It might not. Um, But, uh, you know, without, you know, getting political, you know, uh, once it's all sorted out, things seem to... Uh, work out a little better where the market is concerned. But uh, what a great segue. We're going to talk about last week and, and how the market did. Um, this is uh, These are the numbers from last week, okay, how the market performed. And interestingly enough, at the beginning of the week, the market just tanked remember? It
1: didn't look very, it was crazy.
0: Yeah, it it was. And this has been going on for a couple of weeks at the beginning of the week. Now, the market finished the week, get this, up almost 6%. Okay, that's a pretty good year. And that was last week. Now that's the broad-based index, the S&P 500. It was up Mm -hmm. um, actually exactly 5.95% last week. The NASDAQ, which is, of course, more technology, more growth-oriented, that was up almost 8.2% for the week last week, after a terrible beginning of the week, if you remember. Um, So, you know, that's I I wanted to give a quick market recap. Now, year-to-date, the two styles of investing, okay, Uh, value and growth, specifically large-cap value and large-cap growth um growth companies are companies that are of course growing um they're plowing back their they're they're plowing their earnings back into the company in lieu of paying a dividend to their loyal shareholders okay value companies large cap value companies are more mature companies typically more mature industries and they are paying their dividend uh, excuse me their earnings out in the form of a dividend to their loyal shareholders there's more too mm-hmm. value and growth investing and Typically, value companies have a much lower price-to-earnings ratio. Growth companies have a much higher. But growth, large-cap growth specifically, year-to-date, is down about 25%. That's a big number, down 25%. So a quarter of the market value in large-cap growth is gone. Not forever, but year-to-date. Year-to-date on the value side, large-cap value down 5.8%. Not bad. Holding up very nicely, those old companies, um, and the best performing index is the Dow Jones Industrial Average, thirty companies, thirty old companies. I'm talking one hundred year old companies that have been around a long time. And guess what? They all pay a dividend, right? Um, but anyway, uh, okay. We want to talk about um, we wanted to talk about the market last week and how it's performed, and we also wanted to talk about. Uh, year-end planning, year-end, not not so much tax planning. And I, as I was looking at this list, and this list was put together by Kiplinger's um, in November of 2022, um, great article on this. Um, it, it gets divided into really three categories. And the three categories are tax, okay, obviously, investment, Investment changes, investment year year-end planning, and then more qualitative year-end planning. Okay, and the qualitative ones are looking at your beneficiary designations, making sure your risk tolerance in, in your portfolio is in line with your investment objective and your, you know, your risk tolerance that you've assumed. Um, but uh, but you know, let's let's kind of you know take a deeper dive into what sorts of things you should be looking at. In the month of November and December of any year, okay. Um, and I wanna I wanna say this to our listeners. If you have any questions, if you want to add to the conversation, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, please do not hesitate um, to to give us a call at 850-437-1620. Jenna, I believe we can text to that number as well. Yes, please. Okay, you can text your questions too. Um so um uh, you're listening to the Pensacola Expert panel. This is Bob Burgey. I'm senior wealth advisor at Alpha Star Wealth Management. And um uh, I, I have the good fortune of being joined today by my daughter, Katie Burgey, also a wealth advisor with our team. Good morning. Hey, Katie.
2: <laughs> We're doing this intro a little how you laid doing into how it. How are you doing this morning?
0: <laughs> no, that's all right. That's all right. Let's- Hey, but before, before the really big show begins. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So the first thing, the first thing you want to look at is when do you want to realize income? If you can defer income into next year, uh, because you already have a bundle of income this year, or if you can take income, realize income this year, because maybe you think what income taxes are going up next year, right? Uh, what do we keep talking about? Taxes have been federal income taxes right now are pretty low. Historically, pretty right. low.
2: I assume that going forward, taxes only raise.
0: Right. Right. You know. It's and not I, a certainty. Or I think
2: it's safe to assume. Yeah.
0: It's very safe to assume. And, uh, you know, some of the other reasons, you know, uh, what have we done here lately? And, you know, here we're, this is where we get a little bit of, uh, you know, backdrop to to why we believe uh, federal income taxes are going up or federal income tax rates are going up. Um, you know, what's happened over the last couple of years, we've had lots of money printed, right? We've had stimulus checks go out. We've had PPP money, right? And what are we looking down the barrel of? Um, and I'm going to give you a hint, Katie, social security, what's going on with that?
2: I'm not, it's going away.
0: Oh, right. I'm not when, sure
2: what you're referring. Yeah, to Yeah, no, it, but okay. no. Yeah, any anything
0: you pull up that uh, you you Google Social Security Trust Fund, all right, and it is scheduled to, to elab- run. Yeah, yeah. It's scheduled. It's scheduled to run out in 2034, and that is not that is not some sort of uh, um, you know crazy people you know that are uh, that are talking about something that's never going to happen. The honest to goodness truth is, with the amount that is in the Social Security Trust Fund right now, and the demand, the drawdowns on that going forward, and the money that's going into it, the Social Security Trust Fund is scheduled to run out in the year twenty thirty four. How does but, that? Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> how does that get funded? How does how do we address that? Taxes. Taxes. So our income taxes are going up. Certainly, Social Security, FICA, OASDI. And
2: I think a lot of people might have heard that they're not going to get Social Security. Oh yeah, so you you. Oh, I always might say Might want to, you know, <clears throat> say you're.
0: Oh, we and and we have a lot of clients come in. I, I'm not even counting on Social Security. I've heard people your age say that, but if you've paid into it, you're getting it, right?
1: So they're just counting on their 401k for retirement. Well,
0: the you know, there's a lot of hysteria about Social Security running out, right? Well,
1: yeah, of course. I mean. Yeah. But, but hysteria creates what? People going and investing action. in the stock action. market yeah. Yeah. and investing in other areas and, and and going out and trying to maneuver their their bank account in right. other ways. Right. Like hysteria does create action. action. Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. And I think that sometimes there is manipulation behind it, sure. but at the same time, so you know that might not be a thing to rely on social security, so what are you going to do? Right.
0: So you so so look When you get that thing every year, that Social Security statement, okay, that outlines your benefits, that's what you have paid in. And I I tell, this is what we tell our clients, you are going to get that money. You are going to get that money when you choose to turn it on, and the earliest you can turn it on is age 62. But right now, that Social Security trust fund is not funded to go past the year 2034. So That's there's crazy. going to be some changes. But and I was
1: also watching something this morning on Fox Business and they were talking about how less and less people are working, which means less and less people are paying taxes. And I mean, there's tons of questions behind that that linger behind that in my brain of like, how do they live? How do <laughs> right. you survive? What are you doing? Like, are yeah. you all intense on the side of I 110? What are you yeah. doing? But um, they're saying like there is literally like a work crisis. People aren't wanting to work, which means that people aren't paying into taxes, which means that other people's taxes are going to have to be raised to compensa- compensate compensate right. for what other people aren't doing. Does and that, that
2: means sense? they're not they're not paying into the social
1: security hey. funds. right? Actually. And and
0: remember, yeah. unemployment is uh, a measure of people that are unemployed and are actively looking for jobs. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you're not looking. You're not in is it a
2: measure of unemployment being paid out I have wondered how do they you know is it like the unemployment checks the
0: unemployment no the unemployment no. rate okay right and it's low it's it's crazy low right now um, and that's pro- possibly the next thing um, the next measure that may or may not lead to a recession but anyway all right let's let's go back to the first <laughs> item that we said. Jenna, we're way you, off you topic can, now. At words, this point, way. at this point in the year, if you can defer income into next year because you've had a big, you had a big income year this year, that's great. I would advise that. If you feel like you're going to have a, a similar year next year and you believe tax rates are going up next year, then uh, take that income this year. Um, the next thing you may want to do is if you're if you're selling something, so, something that is appreciated in value. Um, there are three long-term capital gain rates okay 0% 15% and 20% now believe it or not if you make if your um if your taxable income is under what is it 40 Katie help me out here 42,000 um uh let's see it's actually 41,675 if you're filing as a single taxpayer or if you're filing a married filing joint return, um, the amount is 83,350. dollars If your income is under that, all right? Your taxable income. remember, that's after your standard deduction and everything else. Um, if your income is below those two figures, roughly 40, 41, 42,000 as a single taxpayer, uh, 81, 82,000, married filing jointly, you pay zero in long-term capital gains, okay? Now, if the long-term capital gain that you're realizing bumps you out over that, um, then you are going to be paying, and you'll you'll spill over into the 15% tax bracket. And you literally have to make somewhere along the order of $450,000 to uh, ever be in the 20% tax bracket. So if you believe, again, it's just like income taxes. If you believe the long-term capital gain rates are going up next year, you may want to realize that this year. If your income is very low this year and you have a transaction that's going to generate a long-term capital gain, you may want to realize it this year. Okay. Um, Next one. All right. If you if you have considerable deductions this year, okay? Now, remember, if you are married filing jointly, you have an almost $26,000 standard deduction. That's what you get in lieu of itemizing. You don't have to itemize and you get that married filing jointly, all right? You also get another $1,400 deduction uh, if you're over age 65, all right? So that's a very large standard deduction, and, and that is something historically that we haven't seen. But uh, for the last several years, it's been in place. And most people, uh, I think, measures as high as 82% of all taxpayers don't even itemize anymore, okay? Because the standard deduction that you can take is so high. So there's a, there's a thing, um, uh, there's a strategy called uh, bunching. If you have a lot of deductions... And you can bunch them into one year, okay? Let me give you an example. Your church uh, is having a capital campaign of sorts, okay? They they want to, you know, build a new structure or make some improvements, and you know you commit so much money to it, then you can bunch that entire commitment into one year. Maybe not this year, maybe it's next year, and that might actually create an itemized deduction that exceeds your standard deduction. The two biggest, the the two ones that we we always used to count on before this high standard deduction was your mortgage interest deduction and property taxes. Okay. For both of those, you have to be a homeowner, right? You're not going to have a mortgage if you don't own your home and you're not going to have property taxes if you don't own that property. So, Now, property taxes, the itemized deduction, is capped at $10,000. So if you have 20 properties and you have $50,000 in property taxes, only $10,000 helps you. But that is pretty much gone by the wayside since the standard deduction is now $25,900 for a married couple filing a joint return. Um, But if you do have lots of of uh mortgage interest you have property taxes of course and that's going to be a constant Uh, you can't elect to pay property taxes um you you can't really bunch your property taxes if you know what i mean you've got to pay them all in the year that they are due um, or you'll pay a penalty Um, so if you can bunch you know let's say medical expenses you know to the extent they exceed a percent of your adjusted gross income go ahead and bunch those if you have charitable contributions to your church your alma mater or any 501c3 entity you can bunch those and actually create a year where your itemized deductions exceed your standard deduction okay so bunching is a great strategy if you if you are so inclined, if you have those items. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenna, did we have a question?
1: Um, there was a couple of questions. Okay. I mean, what is the best area to invest in and how much would you really need to initially invest?
0: How much do you need to initially invest? There's
1: really no linear there, number though, right? The, get to started get with in.
0: whatever you can. Mm-hmm. Now, Perhaps every investment advisor is not going to open an account for a couple hundred dollars sure. or even a couple thousand, but you can you can open an account, an online account, or you can go and open an account just just about anywhere mm-hmm. and purchase um, a good index fund. You know, a good at Standard Pours uh, five hundred index fund or any other index fund, and that's what I would that's what I would recommend. Either. Um, Either an index mutual fund or an ETF that but you can help that also follow. We yeah, absolutely. It. We can help with folks like that. But sometimes people are starting with an amount okay. uh, where it just not may it may not make sense. Okay. Um, what was the, what was the other part of that? Oh, the best areas to invest yeah, the best right best now. Areas. Yeah, that's the other. question. You know, and I, I thought we might get a question or two about crypto this week. With, in oh light, my
1: goodness, I was going to ask. Yeah, you. in light of what of happened. Panic. Yeah. Did I mess up? Well, no,
0: now, Yeah, that's, uh, you know, the one company. And I think it's called F, F, FTX. Yeah, I know, I know what you're yeah.
1: talking about, but I can't remember. Is that right?
0: FTX. And I think that guy's in Argentina right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, I just don't know what to say about that right now. But, you know, certainly if you are starting out as an investor, do not throw that money into don't. crypto. Okay? Don't. That's a, that's a special asset class. That's when you have money that you can lose and remember it's uh, uh crypto cryptocurrency trades like a stock but it's not a stock it's not a company it has no earnings it has no revenue right. it has no expenses it's a currency and you can't even look up the fundamentals of cryptocurrency. you know of and I don't want to mention any of the names but you they have no fundamentals because they're they're a currency so
1: you think um, people who have bought into crypto if they sell right now and get out of it they can make some good money
0: um so well or yeah no, if they bought you- it a long time ago you know well, bitcoin for example i think is down around 16000 oh, a okay. bitcoin um it was way way higher but it was way yeah. way lower when it started out so it depends on what your holding period is but um i would be very cautious about investing in cryptocurrency, especially if you don't know what you're doing, and if you and if this is your seed money, this is your your first, uh, uh, you know, your first uh, look at investing. That that's probably not the best way to start out. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, you know, a lot of what we're talking about now is choosing the tax year that you want to realize income or long-term capital gain or deductions. And, you know, you can do that or you have some flexibility at the end of the year. So these are mainly timing considerations. Um, the other, the, the consummate way of uh, bunching, um, Katie, you've heard of uh, donor advised funds, okay? If you're charitably inclined, you can, and and you want to exceed the standard deduction for this year or possibly next year, you can bunch Bunch your charitable contributions into a donor advised fund, uh, take the deduction that year, and then decide how to allocate the funds inside the donor advised fund. Um, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. you know you're 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 making a charitable contribution into an account that qualifies as a charitable contribution, and you're taking it all in one year, and then choosing down the road who to give it to. You know what 501c3 benefits from your um, from your generosity, from your, uh, from your charitable donation. Okay. Um, all right. So was a lot. That's, you, it, it is a you lot
1: in a lot though. That was good.
0: It is a lot. Okay. So, um, Katie, can
1: we get in contact with
0: you. Yes. You, you can call our office. And again, uh, that's Alpha Star Wealth Management at 850-437-3127 and schedule an appointment with Katie and me. And, um, you know, we'd love to see you.
2: We'd love to meet you guys.